think I get famous one day. <laughs> I'm trying to be. Yo, what's going on? This is your boy Gavin, aka Gavo, aka a bunch of names that my mom wish y'all don't know nothing about. I got the real host, my co-host, the guy who runs the show. I'm just, you know, I'm just in the studio today. Come on, man. My guy Mike, Come Mike on, Will. Man. What's going on, bro? What's going on, Gavin? Will you... Happy to be here. We we in the kitchen. We in hey. the unscripted. Studios. Shout out to Unscripted, man. Shout out to Unscripted Shout- Studios that allow us to come in and record this podcast. Mm-hmm. Business stir fry. Y'all know what we're doing this week. So today is, it don't even matter what today is. Y'all know what we've been doing lately. Last week we talked about Nipsey. The week before, you said something very, very interesting. Uh oh. You said something. And shout out to my guy, Will, because he hit my line and he said, Hey, he said, I need you to talk to your boy. Because Uber about to go public and I don't know what to do. Right, right, right. And I, I cut him off. I said, Mike said, do not do it. I did say so that. So you foreshadowed that people, and his response, let me go back. Yeah. His response was, good. I've been doing my research. I don't feel good about it either. And I don't think I want to do it. So and then, I'm not and then do what it. we have, then Uber, they, they launched their IPO. Uh huh. Excuse me. They haven't went public yet. But not they, yet. They gave out their prospectus. And and in their prospectus, they stated that um, they are warning that they may never make a profit. <laughs> and I and I don't mean I don't mean to laugh. You laughing at them? <laughs> you know, I'm not laughing at them. I'm, la- <laughs> I'm laughing at you know. It was obvious. So episode one, you, uh-huh. know, you asked me about Uber because you know you were genuinely you know curious. Yeah. And I was kind of flipping, and I didn't mean to be flipping. It just it's it's apparent that. They're not going to make a profit for a long time. And let me say this. I don't think that Uber's not going to exist. So I don't want okay. to think that. I need I'm to delete the app. No, 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 no. <laughs> I will forever use Uber. I love Uber and I love Lyft. I love both of them. But these companies are saddled. Your valuation is basically your debt as a startup. Mm. And and these companies are saddled with so much debt that it's, it's, it's damn near impossible to turn a profit so it was it was cool right like we just started the podcast three weeks ago uh even though the episodes won't be out until you know maybe two weeks from now but just know but you know for (laughs) us to say like hey to ask a question about it and then we just absolutely nail it i mean it kind of vindicates you so it feels feels good sound like we know what we're doing for a little bit we might know what we're talking about y'all check in on episode 300 and let us know if we still know what we're talking about (laughs) but until then we're going to get there. So, we got a good show, man. We're going to be talking about IPOs lately. We're going to be talking about um, just your circle. But before we get there, top he might be top five rappers of all time. He in my top five. I don't know if he's in yours. Nas. Nice. Oh, man. Nas, my dude. Like, nah. I, if you talk about, like, music that I want to listen to, like, Nas is... Nah, it's my dude, man. He's in my top. Uh, he's definitely my top five. Illmatic is one of my top albums of easily, all time. Easily. Like Illmatic and Stillmatic. That's, that's yeah, actually, both of them. That's are... actually my fantasy football name, Stillmatic. Oh my goodness. So the reason why I don't want to scare nobody, have nobody want to know what where's this conversation going? It's all about business. It's all about business. Yeah. And we talked about this, I think, on the last podcast. We was talking about our guy over at Amazon and his wife. Yep. Even though they got a divorce, we mm-hmm. talked about them last week. Yep. They got their divorce. How much she leave with? She's like 
40, 40 bill. 40 bi- she's like, we this. can't even say 40 racks. Like, nah, 40, 40, 40 bill billion. racks. <laughs> Apparently, she's like, I think a top three richest woman in the world. Something would, It's something. She's got to be number one. Though. Yeah. I, I want to say she's. Dollars. I think she was one or two. Yeah. But anywho, they got a divorce. But we talked about business and women, how they can kind of. Or relationships. Not relationships. Not business and women, but business and relationships. And that, and that that's probably a podcast down the road. Uh-huh. It, oh, it's it, coming. It, and we'll probably bring in a relationship <laughs> specialist, mm. you know, in on that. But. Entrepreneurship is so much relationship based, and most exactly. of the time we think of relationships, we're thinking of producing, we're thinking about supply chain, we're thinking of the relationship between you know the guy that I'm purchasing from and the guy that I'm selling to. Exactly. And, and there's another part of entrepreneurship that's really, really important that you really got to nail in business. And what is that? That is going to be your intimate relationship with whoever you with. So whoever, whoever it is that you decide that you want to be with. That's an, a very, very important part of business. And in this case, I'm thinking you're going to talk about Nas and... Miss Milkshake. Miss Milkshake. Yeah, yeah. Khalees, how you doing? Yeah, man, We I'll hope that you, you're listening. Gosh, man. It's... Nas... I'm going to tell you, man. The brother's sharp, man. There's a really he good is. Nas story that we got to play. I got to find it where a guy tells the story of Nas and Tupac in New York. I got to find that story. Okay. That's not going to be what we talk about right now. <laughs> but, I mean... Nas is a very calculating man. Very. And and I, and I think when it comes to business, I think Jay-Z played a, a huge role into making Nas change his focus towards what he did in the street mm-hmm. to looking at what he could do with business because Nas knew that Sean Carter's not smarter than Narcier. Like, he okay. knew that. Yeah. And I, but I think when he saw Jay-Z take that lead, he figured out quickly, I need to catch up. The real money isn't out here hustling. It's not. The real money is actually... In business. In business. And that's that's kind of what this whole podcast is about. Is, is, Absolutely. It's is making sure that hustlers understand how to get into business mm-hmm. and that this is where the money is. And if you're smart anywhere else, if you are a salesperson, if you are a hustler, I know you guys hear this all the time, <laughs> but what we're really trying to explain to you is like the business world is for you. It's exactly. built for you. What, what the problem is, is all the hidden layers that you got to peel back before you get to the core, before you can actually become successful. But, you know, Nas just made way more money on Lyft, way more money on Pillbox uh-huh. than he's ever did, I, I'm sure, ever on make an album. Exactly. Or, or making anything in Queens. Yeah. Is that, and <laughs> yeah. you know what what, I'm, what I admire about Nas is, Jay-Z is quiet, mm-hmm. but he's loud compared to Nas. Nas, when, when his, uh, with the pharmaceutical deal, when that came out, nobody had no clue. None. Nobody. None. It was kind of like, it was one of those stories because we know Facebook is more reliable than Google. Facebook yep. is, you know, it's 100% facts yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> so when that came out, it was one of those stories that you had to rush to go actually research on and say, maybe this isn't true. Maybe somebody's making this up. And then yeah. you find out it's true. And you're like, what? Like, yeah. what's going on? So for people who don't know, for people who uh, just not, who just don't understand what's going on. Khalees, um, she might be going to jail soon. Well, we, we don't want to put that on her, but... She's in she, trouble. She is going to have to show up in court. Exactly. <laughs> so, Khalees, I mean, she violated, what is it, like 20 contempt 20 of court? 20 counts. Yeah, 20 counts of contempt of court, which, you know, basically is in regards to the child that they share. Uh-huh. And, and again, we're, we're still talking business. We're talking about relationship business, but 
Um, you haven't heard anything from Nas in regards to that. And you think it's because, we was talking a little bit off air, you think it's because he understood that there was a bigger there's, goal in mind. I, man, I, Nas, just, Nas just ran 48 to perfection. And mm. I think there's a lesson for, for okay. all of us to okay. learn from this. Because, I mean, you have a lot of people that are in, you know, split home, you know, children are in split mm-hmm. home. We have relationships where, you know, someone is chasing their dream. The other person is kind of holding them back. Yeah. And, like, what Nas ran, man, is, um you know, like, laws of 48 Laws of Power. You uh-huh. Know? He concealed his intentions, right? Like, yep. he, you know, evidently he, you know, 20 charges, you know, he, he had to let those pile up. He had exactly. To, he had to be patient because he understands that, man, I, I got to get pillbox lunch, right? Yeah. I got to get lift lunch. I mean, I, I looked up Queensbridge Partners. They're investing in over 100 startups. Over 100. You know, and, and they're probably exiting like two or three this year that we're aware of. That I mean, they're gonna rake. I mean, they're they're gonna pull in a lot of cash. And I think that's one of those things. Like, man, like I gotta focus on business. Yeah. You know. Um. You know. Again, ran forty eight laws of power. So like he, he didn't he didn't really follow up the petty. You know. I think that's like law number thirty six. You know, where you ignore mm-hmm. what's petty. You ignore what's small because there's a bigger goal. It might feel good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? To sick your lawyer on, you know, yeah. on your baby moms every time she pisses you off. But, you know, you really focus on business at that point. Yeah, because what you don't need is you're um, you fighting with her while you're trying to close a deal. And that's the headline about you. Exactly. So when I'm Googling you or that's I'm it, trying that's to. That's in the paper. Yeah. And then what happens is, oh, rapper Nas fighting with baby mama also while invested in X, Y, and Z. And then people start pulling out. What's the odds that this is one of the random questions that I have on this podcast? What's the odds of someone that he's investing with now who's working with saying, hey, let that ride. This is the route you want to take. Worry about that later. Oh, I mean, it, was, it probably was 100% last yeah. year. Okay. You know what I mean? Because, again, I mean, when I say this guy ran the 48 Laws of Power, to, you know, the, the perfect. I mean, I'm I'm pulling up law number 36 now. Let's talk about you know, it. The more, the more you make a mistake visible, the worse it gets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the more, like, the more energy you give that story, like, man, I can't see my kid. I can't see my son. That becomes the story. Pillbox isn't the story. Queen, Queensbridge Ventures isn't the story. Yep. Lift isn't the story. It becomes, you know, this guy and his baby mama fighting in public. Yeah. That become and and that prevents future business. Exactly. So like, nah, I mean he 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 concealed his intentions. You know, he did not, you know, he, he planned it to the end, evidently. Yeah. Because because it's amazing, you know, Lift goes public and now <laughs> this is a story. So he planned it to the end and then he had a disdain for things that he cannot have. You know, if he could not see his son twenty times in a row. A child, excuse me. I don't know if it's a son or daughter. His child twenty. I times definitely in know a he row. has a son with her. Yeah. So I mean, you know that that's that's a guy that understands relationship. And this this podcast is all about business strategy. It's about okay. Yep. Okay. You want to start a business? Well, you got to have a plan. Exactly. And, and, and one thing, you know, we're gonna jump in real quick. I'm gonna just throw this in here. Okay. If you got goals, I love you, when he do this. Yeah, man. You need to write. <laughs> you need to write your goals down. Absolutely. So. A person, uh, you have you take a lay person without goals, and you take a person that have goals. Mm-hmm. The person with goals is like is ten times more likely to be successful at whatever it is that they're planning. Absolutely. The person that write their goals down is thirty one more times is thirty one times more successful than that. That's crazy. That's exponential. That's a huge leap. So again, this podcast is kind of trying to push people into the ideal of I want you to change your mindset. I want you to understand. 
what you can do, what you can become. That is the yeah. only thing you need is consistency and action. Yeah. You put those two things together, you're going to produce success. Money is a byproduct of success. I'm just giving you a mathematical equation. There we go. To become successful. Hey, <laughs> please pay attention. Right now, I need everybody to go and write down your goal. If you're in your car and you're listening, um, make a note once the podcast is over because we want you to listen and say focus. And you're probably driving. So yeah. Be safe. Re- listen to it again at home. Exactly. But write down your goal so you can get focused. Just for anybody that's wondering, I need to raise 20 grand so I can quit my job. <laughs> and currently, I'm at 19.4 that I need to make. But I think I closed a couple of deals a day, so I might be at like 19.3 tomorrow. Nice, nice. So we're working. It's a <laughs> yeah. slow burn, but we're going to get there. Exactly. So this is the part of the podcast where I get to ask you all the questions because there's someone who's listening who wants to learn more about business, who wants to grow, who wants to – they're you know, they're scared to go into certain meetings because they feel like they're they're ignorant. They're scared to ask certain questions because they're ignorant. Shout out to all those people. I'm right with you. So I'm going to ask all the questions that y'all want to know. So it's a couple of IPOs that, you know, we at that point now. Yeah. People going public. Uber going to be there soon, yeah. as we talked about earlier. But give me some companies we need to be looking out for, that, whether they didn't win public or let us know, should we invest? I mean, should we buy in? Should we not? Should we stay away? Should we run in the opposite direction? All right, so so you shoot one of one. I yeah, need yeah, to let yeah. everybody know. We 100% from the free throw line. Well, again, not, <laughs> not investment advice, but it's what to look for, right? Because okay. you're going to see a lot of this talk. And if you listen to this podcast, it's a good chance that you, you are following business or mm-hmm. tech talk, things like that. So, I mean, just throw in, like, what IPO. And also, it would be cool to listen back three years from now. To, you know, a lot see, of these well, companies will not exist. Yeah, <laughs> and it'll be cool to listen back and, and hear what we were talking about. But uh, this week, the only company I'm aware of that went public was Zoom. Okay, and I did. I, I looked Zoom up, and, and Zoom is actually making money. I think they made like seven point four million dollars for twenty. I'm guessing that's twenty eighteen. Okay, uh, which yeah. is, which is a small amount of money for a company that's worth ten billion dollars. Yeah, it's, it's freaking minutes. <laughs> but uh, what, what what you are looking for if you if you are buying a company if you are into buying IPOs. One of the things that you kind of want to look for, I always tell people, like, is a company making money or a company not making money? Okay. Now, now this, can't, this can't bite you in the ass because, like, you take a company like Amazon, they did not make money for, for eons. Yeah. Know? And then now they're the largest company. Uh, the largest company I want to own right? <laughs> so, but um, but when I when I see a company that's a tech company and they are making money, that, that sort of makes me, I put it like this. If, if, if a house is on fire, two houses on fire. Um, one house is getting water put on it. They're making money. The other house is adding more fire. They're losing money. Yeah. Which which house do you think is going to be you know taking you know have the better bones at the end of the fire? Exactly. Not nah, the one making money. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you. So, do you think Zoom is in the business that's going to last? Like video conferencing. Do you think that's going? Cause we've been down the Skype road, right? Yeah, like, you know it's 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 hard to say. Is uh, I mean they they are they are making money. Okay, so they've already you know they've already broken the hardest hurdle of starting a business. That's true. Which is turning a profit. Okay. So being that they are turning a profit, you you have to you have to watch and see. Like you can't let your feelings get involved. You can't be like, mm. well, I don't like video conferencing. That that's stupid. Well, I that's mean, true. in the era of StarTech and Motorola razors, flat. Flat phones were stupid, right? It wasn't until they made all that yeah, money. Yeah, you know, and then <laughs> Apple made the iPhone, and now flip phones are stupid. So, you know, there's no such thing as a bad idea in business. It's really, it's all about execution. Mm. That's the biggest thing. So, on Zoom, I am paying attention. The fact that the company makes money, 
Um, it's I don't, I don't hate it at all. Cool bet. All right, we're going to give y'all a little break, then we're going to come back, and we got to go through the main topic of the day. All right, we back. So we talked about um, Nipsey last week. Yep. One of my favorite lines that I told you from his CD is in the first song of his CD on Victory Lap. It says, circle got smaller, everybody can't go. And I told you that line meant so much to me because, you know, of course I got married six, five months ago. And your team does get smaller. Your circle does get smaller. And especially in business, we learn that um, it's all about what value you bring to your team. What value your team brings to you, right? So we're going to talk about teams today and why is that important? Why is a good team important? Why is it, you know? Just the epitome of a great team. So, why do you think a t- a great team is so important? I mean, so when you're doing something that you've you, you've never done before, mm-hmm. you know, you've gone down a path that you're never going. There's there's always going to be a safety if you have people with you. Okay, you know what I'm saying? that's so, true. So if you encounter a danger, you know, if you're you're going down a path and there's a mountain lion there. Yeah. Well, if it's just you, the mountain lion is probably going to attack. If it's you and a crew, you know, he might say, you know what, this is going to be more hassle than what it's worth. Yeah. And it's, it's the same thing in business per se, but except that mountain lion isn't a physical mountain lion, it's your self-doubt. Mm. And if it's just you, that self-doubt is going to attack you. But if there's people that are with you, then that self-doubt can, it can rest itself back a little bit further. You know, because you could look at somebody else's success. Um, you know, I work with, you know, quite a few guys, including yourself, that when I see your success or I've seen somebody else's success, yeah, it kind of makes me understand that, like, all right, it's possible. Yeah. Because self-doubt is hell, man. It's gonna, it is. It's going to play tricks on you. Like, I mean, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night like, what am I doing? Questioning everything. <laughs> like, I'm such an idiot. Yeah. You know, but, <laughs> but if you have other people that are becoming more successful, like, you know, I'm coming over here to unscript the studio. Yeah. <laughs> and before I can actually, you know, get into unscript the studio, Gavin, like, man, I got to go pick up this money real quick yeah. for this photo shoot. You know, that, that that's that's a man that's making a success in his actual business. Yeah. I need to see that. You know, I'll be hang out with a couple guys tomorrow. You know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll discuss where they are in their business. Yeah. You know, I sat with a couple of my, you know, fellows last night. We were smoking cigars. And, you know, he's telling me about, you know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm up to, you know, 13 trade lines in one of my business. That's success. So when you hear it, your self-doubt goes down a little bit. That mountain lion of self-doubt that's going to attack you, mm-hmm. it's, it's going it's gonna, to it's gonna be like, all right, not today. So with your team, because everybody's team is different. Um, everybody has a team where different members serve a different purpose. Exactly. What's been, besides the self-doubt, is it, is it anything else that's personally has scared you when it comes to a team like that? Or did you say, hey, I always want to pay attention to this thing. For me, my thing has always been, um, as of late, when it comes to my team, I look at people who either become envious or they become one of those things where they're not, uh, they're not, not necessarily supportive, but they don't want to see success within me. Yeah. So I that's the biggest thing I always pay attention to. Yeah, and and, and but it's one of those things to, that when you look at people that are envious, you know, yeah. we call them the haters, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> our fans, you yeah. know, whichever you want to call them. It's a thin line between. Them. Yeah. <laughs> you have to use those people for what they are. Like they're just they're only a tool. 
you can't let them become the distraction true you know of your business like you can't you can't you can't do it for the fans exactly the only time you want to do it for the fans is when you're performing on stage yeah but when you're working when you're in the studio when you when you grinding don't you can't be worrying about the fans that music has to be for you true whatever you write has to be for you like however you feel because at the end of the day that's what people are showing up for you know that's what your you know quote unquote fans are showing up for they're showing up for you but if you're performing to what you think they want they're gonna be like well you're not you're not authentic you're not real yeah and then and then you lose those and like and, and so your haters push the meter that's true. Absolutely. You know, like you get, so you got to understand that your haters push the meter. But when we talk about a core of people that's going to support you in your business, that's your mindset. So that's going to be a lot different than what you're doing in concern with haters. And we'll, we'll, talk, we'll discuss, you know, how people who are detractors, how to use them as a benefit in future podcasts. But tonight, I really want to focus on how important it is to have a, a core of individuals. And, and like one of the dopest cores... Let's hear that, it. That, that, that I love. <laughs> well, there's two chords, right? So, I'm, I'm, you know, off of politics, but I love the Henry Kissinger guys, man. Like, that's, uh-huh. that's like my favorite master strategy. Uh-huh. Um, you know, again, against the politics. You know, don't don't take the politics in it. But, you know, implementing the plan and getting it done, one of my favorite individuals. But for the, you know, for this podcast sake, my second favorite group of guys uh-huh. is the PayPal Mafia. So That's- we briefly talked about that in episode two. And I was like, you know what? We need to talk about this in episode three of why it's important to have a core team. So, so talk about it. All right. So let, let's discuss like some of the people in PayPal. So we know PayPal developed by Peter Thiel. If you don't know who Peter Thiel is, pull out your smartphone. Uh-huh. Look at your second page of your apps. <laughs> That's half of those are probably companies <laughs> Peter Thiel have invested in. So if you don't know who Peter Thiel is, that's who Peter Thiel is. But who a lot of other people don't know is, uh, have you ever heard of Stephen Chen, Chad Hurley, uh, Jawin Kareem? You ever heard of any of those guys? Mm-mm. Heard of YouTube? Yeah, absolutely. That's those, that's those guys, <laughs> all right? You know, have you ever heard of uh, David McClure? Uh-uh. All right. Have you ever heard of Udemy, Credit Karma, Canva? Yeah, Credit Karma. Yeah, those are the companies that David McClure, that, that, that's his investment firm. Let's go to, uh, you've heard of Russell Simmons, right? Yeah. All right, well, this is a different Russell Simmons. All right. <laughs> so have you, have you heard of Russell Simmons and uh, <laughs> Jeremy Doppelman? Uh-uh. All right, so if you're ever out of town, you want to figure out what you want to eat, you're like, man, I want to figure out what's the best restaurant in this area. What do you do? Go on DoorDash or Uber Eats or... You just get on your phone. Get on your phone, right? Yeah. So everybody used to use Yelp. Yeah, they used to. Yeah, do, do, that's those guys. Now, everybody that I just named huh. are employees at PayPal. Interesting. These are employees. I'm not even talking about really the executive staff. I'm talking about engineers. I'm talking about a small core group of individuals. So you're telling me that guys who have apps or just businesses that... I'm sorry, if you don't have... First of all, if you don't have a credit karma account, I can't talk to you. <laughs> like, because there's so much free information yeah. on there. And everybody got YouTube. Yeah. I mean And I'm not, I'm not even done, right? So if you if you need a job, what site are you using right now? You probably on LinkedIn. You Reed probably- Hoffman. Work there. <laughs> <laughs> work there for him. All right. Like I'm not even done. Like the company that invested every company in Silicon Valley. It's a, it's Sequoia Capital, right? That's gonna be uh. So what's this the, the mafia the name? for real? Yeah, th- no, I mean, damn near. Th- we ain't. We're not even done yet. 
Like, because we all know of Elon Musk. Everybody know him. Yeah, right? And that's the person we think of with PayPal. But no, like, he reported to Peter Thiel. And I mean, and I probably probably have hit maybe half of the names of super successful individuals in Silicon Valley. Mm. So let's go back to the topic of why a core team is important. Oh, I think we just found out. How how dope is that core team, right? Um, Exactly. And that's and that's and that's the importance of, and that's why on this episode, didn't want to bore everybody, but it's, it's the thing that you got to understand is that you have to be around other guys that want what you want. Like when those guys started, they weren't all millionaires. No, they wasn't. But you know yeah. what, what blows my mind about all those guys is, it's no way. You telling me Elon started at. PayPal. Yeah. There's no way he goes to Tesla and doesn't tell these guys. Like, yo, guess what's coming down the pipeline? Exactly. It's no way that somebody said, hey, all right, I'm at PayPal. It's cool because we remember, I remember PayPal being like, all right, if you got an eBay account, you need to get it. Just get you a PayPal. And that's what, and that's what we know. Yeah. But, but when you pull behind the curtain, right? So it's like the Wizard of Oz. Exactly. Like when you look behind the curtain, you realize that it's something way more important there. So, exactly. so the story of PayPal shouldn't be me sending my money to my fantasy football. No, <laughs> you know, guys, exactly. right? Story that we need to take from PayPal is understanding like what a core team means. All these guys are super successful. And again, I didn't even hit half. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All these guys have have created major brands. Like we're talking about pretty much everything that we've just discussed. I mean, yeah. It's on our phone right now. You named out I think five apps I have on my phone. Exactly. And all these guys And started. mind you, for just a amount of people, I only got two pages of apps. I ain't one of those people. <laughs> so, you know, I ain't got that many. And yeah. I'm a social media guy, but that ain't the point. But that's amazing. It, that's what I got from it. So yeah. One is connections. Two, those things. is no way that, you know, I go into a different sector and I don't run back to my... Let's call them the mafia and say, yeah. hey, that's go, how they work. You go back you know? to your core team. If, if there's anything that any of these guys want to do, mm-hmm. they know right now 50 other guys who are just as successful because they made themselves successful. So you you said something. This kind of goes back to what you said last week, though. You said, hey, if it's if it's 10 people in a room and nine of them is millionaires, you should probably you need to be that 10th person yeah, in the room. Yeah, you're going to be the 10th person in the room. You're going, you're going to be, be the 10th be the 10th Hoffman um so one of, one of his podcasts is Master of Scale. Not one. That is his podcast. Yeah. So if you guys want to listen to another podcast that's really dope as hell. He said another. Another. <laughs> not a, not a other. <laughs> a Gunshots to all them podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I think y'all about to run off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Masters of Scale with Reed Hoffman is one of the most well-done podcasts mm-hmm. out there. And, and, and one, of the, one of the stories that he tells is how Peter Thiel convinced him to come work at PayPal. He, he wanted to go off and do something else. Yeah. <laughs> and Peter was like, no, you need to come over here. So, again, it's about building that core team, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it goes to, like, when you're like, Mike, come on my podcast, come on my podcast, come on my podcast. Yes. You see something. Yeah. Right? And then when I get there, you know, I recognize what you saw. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, Gav, we need to work out. We need we need to work together. We need to work this thing out. It's about when you find guys of being able to recognize one another's strengths and removing envy and saying, all right, we're going to use humility and then we're going to use excellence. Mm-hmm. We're going to tackle whatever's in front of us. And one of the, one of the biggest things that I like about Peter Thiel is, you know, we, we're gonna we're gonna deal with we're gonna deal with forty eight on here all the time. Man. All the time. Forty eight is my book. But one of the things that Peter did is he made others come to him. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, he went out mm. and got Reed Hoffman. He was like, yo, come work for me. Put this time in. Now, he had to seduce him a little bit. He had, yeah. He had, he had to make him wealthy. Yeah. But he was like, yo, it's going to be worth it. Yeah. But, but more than what he got in his ownership in PayPal... Yeah, this guy's network. He's a master connector in Silicon Valley. His net, his network of just guys that he would walk by their cubicle and, and throw a piece of paper at them is the guys who created YouTube and Yelp. <laughs> so let me ask you this, and uh, to close out this podcast, I want I want to ask you something. What do you do? What's most important in realizing like you need certain people? Because a lot of people got pride in a way. Yeah. Right. So. Let me give you an example. I knew why I needed you on my podcast was on the Unscripted Podcast. I know I needed you because, uh, one, you're very knowledgeable in sports and, you know, and culture. But you also bring a certain wisdom to the podcast that was lacking. But then you also bring in different avenues that I don't think about. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I understood that. So that's why I kept saying, yo, I want you to come on. Come on. Let's talk. Let's chop it up. Because I know if I ask you... Let me tell you something. The last two years, I ain't watched a 49ers game to save my life. Okay? <laughs> Let's just be honest about that. But then also, you know, I've been around you since I've been 21. Yeah. Damn, that's almost 10 years, bro. But that's not the point. <laughs> but it's just amazing, like, listening to you and you giving me wisdom, whether it's on business, whether, you know, we talked about last week, how you knew me when I couldn't get a photo shoot to save my yeah. life. But then you also, it's like, hey, you know, in relationships, you need to be careful of these things. Yeah. Look at that. So, what do people need to do besides push a pride? What? How do they get to recognize to say, "Hey, this is what I need in my business." Okay, to, so this, this to enhance the, my team. This is the biggest thing. So if you're, if you're in business, you got to understand strategy, mm. and that's the biggest thing that we lack in our community. Okay, that's the biggest thing that we lack in startup communities. That's mm-hmm. the reason why you know successful startups go to venture capital firms. And then they they end up getting strategy. Okay, strategy is one of the easiest things to learn if mm. you if you're humble and you comprehend. Okay, sorry. Let's so forty eight. Strat- let's go to it real quick. Okay, the biggest thing that you got to understand is avoid unlucky, unhappy people. All right, absolutely. We never, but this is the thing that we never call people unlucky, right? But nah. we all know people that just bad things just always happen <laughs> to them, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's Absolutely. always it's always a problem. They can never figure out. They can never get ahead of their problem. Well, the reason for that is they lack strategy. Mm. They lack they lack understanding of like sometimes you just got to get ahead of the problem. It's like chess. You know, a chess master is thinking twelve moves ahead. Absolutely, you may only think three moves ahead, I'm but you know what? You better than ninety nine percent of the population. Yeah, because they're not thinking. Yeah, because they're not thinking at all. They're reacting. <laughs> <laughs> so if you understand that you got to be a thinking person, that's the reason why you want to. Find the right team and find the right people. That's the biggest thing is get, stay away from people who are unhappy and unlucky. Okay. If they're always unhappy, they're always unlucky. They're never going to be lucky. How? How can they ever become lucky? They don't even like themselves. They won't even have an opportunity to. So nah. understand that you need to stay away from those individuals. And the second thing is isolation is dangerous, right? It's another law. Like you can't, Absolutely. you cannot be by yourself. We, we started this off talking about the you know, mountain lion that will attack you while you're by yourself. Yep. And that mountain lion analogy is the mountain lion is self doubt. Mm-hmm. If you're by yourself, you are going to be your biggest and your worst critic. Absolutely. Period. And you are going to be way more critical of yourself than anybody will ever be. I you can go on the stage. Look, if you're an actor and you go on stage and you bomb it, 
I mean, I'm talking about you just you, you just do the worst as you possibly could ever ever do, and you walk up that stage, you're like, man, I, I just I was horrible tonight. But someone else comes in and think that was part of the show, and says that was the greatest authentic performance they ever seen in their life. Guess yep. what? You are now probably the biggest star in the world, right? Off a night that you thought that you actually was terrible. Yeah, and that's what you got to understand in business. We're gonna there's gonna be times that we think, man, this this is horrible. I can't, I can't function. And somebody's gonna look at it. and They're gonna be like, "Damn, you nailed it!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna tell someone, and that's how businesses grow. So it's, I want us to understand in this podcast, we're 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 gently gliding into it, but we're gonna discuss a lot of strategy. So I'm sorry, that I'm not gonna bore you guys with the Boston Consulting Group Matrix and <laughs> IFE and you know the SWAT method. I'm not gonna do that. And I'm a SWAT method fan. I actually created Tip the Tip. Off of the SWAT method. Shout out to the SWAT method. Yeah, so I mean, I, I am. So we are going to discuss that in business, but I'm not going to bore people because at this level, you just need strategy. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Holla at your boy. All right, we'll holla at y'all. Hustle, pay the price. Want a slice.